Yo, Counterattack Podcast with myself, that's... No, I'm joking. Um, so, keep liking, subscribing, sharing. I've recorded so many lately, I don't know what the last one that you guys would have seen was. It might have been Frank Noble, Nuble, Niz. Um, yeah, it might have been him. And that was a good one. Views on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, is what it is. But yeah, keep liking, subscribing, sharing. I'm back. Um, I don't actually know how to pronounce his um the person I've got on today, I don't know how to pronounce his team. So I'll just ask him to do it. But is it Adana Dumaspo or something like that? But I've got Mustafa um Cario, guy from South London, started off now, you know, he's played for Torquay, Bristol, Middlesbrough, Leeds. So, you know, now he's abroad, you know, seeing how things are going. So we're just going to have a quick chat with him, you know how it goes, see how life is for him, chat about football and um, his journey and just whatever. But keep liking, subscribing, sharing, keep sh putting it onto people, like sharing it with people, keep commenting, keep tweeting and all of that stuff. And yeah, you know, all that crap stuff that yeah, I have to say. So yeah, I'm just going to get him in here now and then we're going to go. Yes, yes. Yo. Yes, I do. Yeah, just there. And then, yes. Love that. Love that. But yeah, Moose. Yo. No, man, I'm just here, man. Just grinding. Better. Grinding away the years. Better connection this time. Oh, yeah, bro. Mad. I mean, bro, I told you, I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of the mountains, bro. I've been there for three weeks now. I'm starting to lose my mind. Are you still there? Still there. Oh, so how come the connection's better today? Because I told them, because they, um, some of the coaches went back to um, Adana. So I got them to go to my house and get my internet box. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> in, Turkey, in Turkey, you've got these internet boxes that you can take everywhere with you. So when we go like away games and that, you can just take your own internet. Okay, I was wondering why, when you said you've got your personal internet with you, I was thinking, I don't know what it's yeah. like, let me just say, yeah. yeah. All right, then, cool. No, you need that air, bro. There's literally no signal air, bro. It's madness. Oh, so they don't do that in your house, like normal, like over here? It's, it's all boxes? No, you, everyone just has boxes, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Everyone has internet boxes. So the, where, the one you were using the other day, was that someone else's box? No, yeah, that was my boy's box, but because it's in his room, Mm. The internet's the internet's a myth, but obviously I just plugged it here. Yeah, it's nice and close, isn't it? Oh, cool! I love that, man. I love so that. We, yeah, we were just saying. Um, oh yeah, no mm -hmm. one. How do I pronounce your your team? Is it Adana Demispor? Demispor. Yeah, Adana Demispor. Okay, cool. I was just saying that before you go <laughs> pronounce it. But um, yeah, you play for Adana Dem Demispor in Turkey. We're going to get mm -hmm. into all of that, but before you, um, before we do. We were just having a, a chat, and I, I thought it was quite funny how um, I asked you about if you remember most of your matches, and you were like, "Nah." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vaguely. It's, vaguely. If you said something, then I'd be like, "Ah, yeah, yeah, I remember that." But vaguely, only certain games, obviously. Do you remember your debuts for most of your clubs? I think so. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Do you reckon you could go through, I'm looking at the clubs you've been at now, yeah? Do you reckon yeah. you could go through your clubs in order from start to finish? And debut? No, no, not, not debut, but like the order you were, you were there. Yeah, I think so. Go on. Um, do I count youth team? Nah. No? No. Just professional. MK Dons? Yeah. Um, went on loan to Crawley. Yeah. Signed for no. Went on loan to Kettering. Mm, there was one before that. After Crawley. No, nah, there was nothing after Crawley. Talky. Yes. Talky, yeah. Talky. <laughs> Talky Kettering. Yeah. Then went back to Talky. Um then moved to Lincoln. Lincoln Bristol Rovers. Middlesbrough. Then went on loan to Brighton, Huddersfield, Leeds. Huddersfield, Leeds. 
Then sign permanent at Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And then Ipswich. Yeah. And then Limassol at the Nadami School. Well done, well done. You know what? Mm. I was looking at you. Because I haven't actually, well, I have looked at the clubs you've been at, but you've been at some big clubs. You've been at some, some, some big clubs with, with a big fan base. What would yeah. you the biggest one you've been at? Because obviously I'm looking at Leeds. Yeah. Then you've got Nottingham Forest. What would you say has been your, the biggest one for you in regards to like the size of the club? Size of the club? I don't know, Leeds, Leeds, I was there. Leeds are low, isn't it? And obviously it's a big club. It's a big club. Mm-hmm. But like, I was just coming back from my knee injury as well. So it was kind of like, I kind of had no real emotion attached to it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. I was kind of worrying about my, myself really. Oh, can I get through 60 minutes? Can I get through 70 minutes? You know what I mean? So... If you're talking, if you're talking like club stature and whatever, like Middlesbrough probably. Middlesbrough, yeah. Yeah. Middlesbrough, didn't you? Yeah, I loved it though. Yeah. Until I did my knee, I loved it. Yeah, you. Um, we're mm. gonna get onto, onto your knee right after. <coughs> I was talking to you, Josh McEachern. Yeah, I was with Josh. Yeah. Yeah, I had him, had him on my pod, and um, he spoke yeah, good things about you, man. But baller. Ah, oh, proper baller. He's different, bro. I'm telling you, he's absolutely different. The, the, the things he sees, yeah. I'm telling you, I used to play games with him sometimes, yeah. And you know when someone has the ball and you're asking for the ball and you scream? Yeah. I'm like, Josh, what, the, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he just slips someone through, bro, and they're one-on-one with a goalkeeper. He's a madness. He's a madness. He's a madness. And I love hearing things like that because people might watch football and see someone like Josh McEachern and then they, they might think, not, not even just Josh, but people in general, when you watch them, you don't really appreciate what they're doing on the pitch no. until you no. until you listen to someone that, that plays them on that pitch. I've, I feel like 90, 90% of players don't get appreciated until you've played with them. Because fans, fans see the game totally different to how we see it. Mm. And they've got to accept that. Like When they comment on things, like footballers must look at their comments and go, you just don't have a clue, bro. Mm. Like They see it so different. It is so easy to sit in the stands and go, oh, yeah, he should have passed the ball there or why didn't he just run there? Like, bro, mm. we're humans, bro. <laughs> We've only got two eyes. You can only see what you can see. And like, a lot of fans are always, I always see it, like they're always influenced by the media. Oh, 100%, 100%. Know what I mean? Mm. The media says, oh, he, oh, he kind of thinks he's all right. And all of a sudden they've noticed it. Yeah. Like, bro, you've been watching me for 30 games, you've never noticed it, bro, because the media say it now. I, I, I always say that, I mean? that's why I'm, <laughs> I'm very big on like having the right pundits and, and things like that because a lot, 100%. Of time, a lot of time I can't listen to some of these pundits talk. And even though, you know, some of them were footballers and very good footballers, whatever they say or whatever gets seen in, on, on Twitter and these news publications, that's gospel. That's, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gospel. And, like, you're, you're, seen, you're seen with a nice car in the chain and all of a sudden they have to bring it onto how you play on a football pitch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, but it's, then, it's, no, but let's, let's just be true. Let's just say how it is. They, they see black boys as a certain way. Yeah. That's just it. But you as a player, because we've just gone mm-hmm. totally off and I love this, like you <clears> as a player, when you, when you see how you've described or when you've had managers past or present dealing with you, do you know that part of how you're dealt with is literally because you're a black Hundred um, percent. Mm. Every black player knows that. Mm. Like we might, we might act like uh, sometimes. Some a lot of the time we just play the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we don't. Because if we say something, we've got a bad attitude. Then, you just just the normal stuff. Oh, he's lazy. Oh, oh he's really quick. Oh, he's a beast. Like, bro. Like most of us are more technically better than a lot of the white boys. Let's be real. Mm. But they'll never talk about our technical ability. Yeah, it's, it's always about your physical attributes. You know what I'm saying? Face power. But technically, we're better than a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. But then it's just, obviously, they just they just have this this way of just des- describing us, isn't it? Yeah. And, and this is the thing, like, it's, 
because you obviously have a platform <coughs> to actually use your platform to be like oh hang on this ain't that, that ain't the case this is actually the case and i'm much more than just my pace and my physical attributes like but do you find that you're that you have to kind of just bring it down and not say as much oh it's, it's not worth it because you're just going to get into a madness and then you get fined mm. <laughs> it's pointless then things are pointless Mm. Because because half of the time you're talking about somebody that's never ever played football before. Yeah. So like unless you played football, yeah, you have an opinion, but chances are you're not right. Mm. Because you've never lived it. Yeah. You've never been on a football pitch and had forty thousand, fifty thousand people call you a cunt. So you've never lived it. So you can't comment. That's like me saying to you saying to you how to write up something in an office. Mm. Or, I, I don't know. Like, I would just be honest and just say I don't know. Yeah. But every football fan, know, you'd hear them speak and you'd think they've won the Champions League before. In it? Most opinions. It's mad. Most opinions. Oh, the... the cr now, when I, when I see... Last time I remember we were speaking about Pogba. Mm. <laughs> see the Pogba one, yeah? You'd think he's my brother. The way that I, the way that I want to war people over that, yeah? Yeah. I'm like, you just don't get it. But then they'll use the excuse of, oh, yeah, so why don't he play with that form that he plays with France, bro? Have you seen the players, the cal calibre of players he's used to playing with? But it's like he's a midfield player. He's a midfield, he's a central midfield player. He can't win the game on his own. No centre midfield player has ever won anything on their own. Yeah. But, you need everyone around you to win. But this is what I'm saying, like, and <clears throat> down to things like Maguire recently. Do you know what I mean? Like, M Maguire gets a... Can, can you imagine if that was Pogba Sterling or one of them? Do you know what I mean? And he gets a whole they interview. Finish them. He gets a whole interview trying to, you know, um, restore his, his image and everything. And, and all the publications written about him are, you know, oh, he's a victim of this and he's a model professional. But then, like, and this is something he's been found guilty of, you know. And I'm not here mm. to crucify him even more, really. I'm just here to... No, not at all. Facts. Not at all. Facts are, He's been found guilty of something and the reporting has been he's the victim. Whereas, yeah. you know, you get the Pogba's, you get the Sterling's and which, which, whichever, whichever yeah. other players and they're not even guilty of any crimes. They're not even accused of yeah. any crimes. But what they get written about them is it's negative. It's negative all the time. And but more, more, gets, more gets said about Pogba's haircuts and who Sterling's buying a house for. Like, bro, like for the Maguire thing, what, I've, what I read... I was like, bro, it's not that deep. Because one, you can't trust the police abroad. Mm -hmm. Because they've probably seen it and thought, oh, Man United player. Mm -hmm. Let's try and... Because there's no one... I don't think you'll find a footballer that's going to go on holiday and just start trouble with somebody. Yeah. Like, they've clearly started trouble with him. So, for me, it's just like, not that deep. But then, you see the way they've just tried to water it down the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. The thing is, though, you just got to accept that we're treated different. Like, you have to accept that. Anyone, anyone that don't, doesn't, like, agree with that, then, bro, you're, you're ignorant. For you, yeah, does that take away from... <clears throat> you obviously enjoy playing football. Obviously. Enjoy <clears throat> playing football. But does it take away from the enjoyment of football, knowing that, you know what, I've also just got to come and do this job. I'm going to be treated you know, somehow and whatever. Like, so even down to the fact that, I don't know for you personally, but I would take an educated guess that this is the fact that, you know, you probably haven't played, well, you, you played high, you played championship and that, but in, in regards to, you know, where you could have pushed on to, yeah. that there was a ceiling because of, you know, you know, maybe that you're black or whatever. Whereas other players who, who do less than you, who aren't as good as you, mm. will get those opportunities. Because a lot of the time you hear that it's about if your face fits rather than yeah. your ability. Yeah. Um, I would mm, I wouldn't really say that, to be honest, you know. Because, like, um, like I said on a podcast before, like when I, when I did my knee... I had the, obviously the whole saga with middles, but they were trying to make me sign a deal. And like, I knew I was going to the Prem. I was playing that well. Like so many clubs were contacting, obviously the club and I knew I was going. So I, I believe in one of those that like, yeah, sometimes your face might not fit, but if you're, 
if you're if you're that good, then you're gonna you're gonna play in them. Do do you feel like you have to do not you, but in general that mm. it's still you know you always say you always have to work twice as hard. Do you feel like that mm. as well? Oh, hundred percent. You do hundred percent. Because you're 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 looked at you're looked at totally different, so you have to. Mm. Like sometimes you might want to say something to the coach, but you gotta think, oh, they're gonna think I've got a bad attitude here. Yeah. Mm. Well, really, you should be able to just speak your mind, like, mate. You know what I mean? I've but been, then this yeah. is what I'm saying. I'd say something. They say I've got an attitude, but then the white boy says something. He's passionate. Yeah. It's, it's they a, they just it I, it seemed totally different. Mm. And you know think I mean? people are going to listen to it and think, they might think that, oh, mm. white boy, black boy, you know, we're talking and dividing. And it's not even that. that these it's, are... No, it's not that. Because, because, no joke, if you sat with a dressing room, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff I'm saying, they'd agree with. Of course. Of, like, of, I've, got, I've, got, I've got zero, like, there's no, for me, there's no agenda or whatever. I just, I just say it as, what I've seen throughout my career. I've never been racially abused, never. But in terms of how you're treated and the, the, I wouldn't say too much the opportunities, but like, I don't know, it's just, it's just funny. Like, cause sometimes you just, you just know, mm. you just know that they, they, they feel you differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You just know, like you just, your your gut feeling never lets you down. And then in the end, they kind of just always show themselves. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's 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 a funny time right now because obviously everything happened with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and mm. whatnot. And then all the stories were coming out about how people are treated or, or what whatnot. Like, and one thing that I do like. Oh, I did like about you in that time was that you used your platform correctly in mind mm. and it opened up you know debates and conversations to be had with, with people even me and you had conversations yeah yeah we did yeah yeah even, even me and you had conversations <laughs> and I'm and I'm totally here for that but with your platform how important was it for you to I'm not saying you're going to go there and become Farrakhan to enter the timeline because yeah. you're going to, but how important was it for you to to use your platform in some capacity, and did you did you think that at any point that your your football or your relationships in football might suffer as a result? I didn't care to be honest. Excellent response. I'll be real. Like I got to the point where I didn't care. Like I got to the point, yeah, where I was seeing certain people not acknowledging it. I'm seeing. I'm telling you, like old managers, everyone. I just unfollowed all of them. Mm. All of them, and. One of them that I unfollowed, I felt like he was funny about black boys the whole time anyway. <laughs> I'll be real. You know I laugh, yeah? Because these are real feelings, man. And these are... No, 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 no. This one, this one, this one especially, I was real passionate about. Mm. I was real passionate about. Because he always treated me... It was, it was a weird one, yeah? Because we had such a love-hate relationship. Yeah. But then... Like, it was just weird. Like, I just didn't understand him. Mm. Because, like, I'd play really well, but he wouldn't show me the love that I deserved when I played really well. What would he show you? Know what I mean? And it was... Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, well... It, no, it was, just, it was just weird. So, I, I, I seen him and I observed him for a little while and I said, no, you've got to go. <laughs> yeah. You've you got, got to go. Yeah, because it's... It's so I, I weren't taking, I weren't taking nothing. Like certain people were saying stuff on Twitter. I'm talking black boys as well. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't. Like I don't. certain players, certain players that I played with and that, I stuck it all over them on Twitter. Mm. There was one. Who was it? I saw you talking to someone. Well, I don't even talk. Like Curtis Woodhouse. Yeah. Absolute sadman. <laughs> I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Not, not, not. And you. I seen him and Leon Knight, and then Leon Knight. Leon Knight's on there agreeing with him. I played with Leon. Mm. And I'm saying Leon Knight, and he's talking about, yeah, and it comes from where you, how you were brought up in your house. And I'm like, what type of... I, I don't even want to say I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was screwing. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, That's why I'm following everything. 
I didn't see what. Because I, I, I don't need them type of. I don't need that type of stuff for my time, man. Yeah. And I don't even use Twitter. I don't even use Twitter. Trust me, I know this. I know this. So, mm. I don't know what what Leo mm. said, but what Curtis said, I, I, I didn't like it, man. I, I didn't like. No, it. no, but do you it's know so... why he was doing it though? Did you see the comments and like the, the people that were commenting? We're just like white football fans disagreeing with him. And I'm like, bro, like surely when you're commenting, when you're when you release a statement and you see the people that are agreeing with you, surely you think to yourself, bro, that's not right. I felt it was very like your kids, your kids are mixed race. Your kids are mixed race. They're they're never gonna be get treated the same. So it don't matter what you say on Twitter or whatever. Bro, I don't like I just didn't get his vibe. So I stuck it over him. I I I messaged him and everything. Yeah, no, nah, do you know what it Private is? Private message. It was just very... And, 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 and he's wanting... He, he was like to me, why don't you message me on the timeline? Just so he can be messaging, talking his rubbish, and having his, these silly football fans um, agreeing with him and all that. Yeah. And I was like, bro, you're a clown. I think, I think for me, it was, like you said, when you look at the comments, you see the people comment, <clears throat> very counterproductive if everyone's fighting for, um, for something and someone else yeah. who's in a totally different direction. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? And there's a time and a place for it. Do you get? And if you don't agree with it, yeah, fair enough. Don't say nothing. Yeah. If yeah. you've got nothing nice no, to say, no, don't no. say nothing. And that's exactly. that's that's exactly what I said to him. Mm. Bro, if you've got nothing nice, but you know he's that he's that he's that um that Twitter thing because he done that and he rolled up at somebody's address, so he thinks he's the big guy on Twitter, innit? So that's why I just messaged him. Yeah, yeah. He done something one time I remember, and he like drove to somebody's address or something like that. That was like um, sticking it on him on Twitter. So like he's wanting to obviously go into one on the timeline. I say, bro, we're in the DM, bro. Let's talk. Mm. Which is the which is the? I mean, because you box and all of that, bro. That that don't mean anything. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I just found that very um, <clears throat> you know, I love the way you stuck to your point. I love the way like you have to stand for something, and when it's something serious like that, this ain't it's not a football debate that we're having. This is that like real life. And it, and it really, yeah. and it really means something to people, and it's something that cuts deep. So if you're going to use it to troll and make a mockery, and, and the very people that we're trying to talk to and educate are the same people who are now agree with you and blah blah blah, then it's kind of just like, what's the point? Like, why do it? Yeah. But it is what oh, it is. Just, 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 just for likes and all that, bro. And that's all he does on Twitter. Mm. Clown, bro. I just told him you're a clown. Absolute clown, bro. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that from him anyway. But yeah, I'm sure people can can hear you speaking and, and tell that yes, you're playing in Turkey, but you're very much a Londoner. Yeah, you're very much a Londoner. Like, so how did you go from South London mm. to the heights of professional football? Like, how, how did you how did you even get there? Like, you didn't just magically appear. Like someone has mm. to put you somewhere in South London. And also, why do you feel yeah. like South London is such a hotspot for talent? We're the ballers, isn't it? <laughs> we're, built, we're built different, bro. All the bad boys, built different. All the bad boys yeah. know how to play football. Well, that's, that's what we got, that's why. Yeah. What else we got? It's either that or the road. I don't know. How hard would it be to, to stay away from the road? Tough, tough because that's that's like we didn't see it as a road, innit? That's just our boys. This is where we chill. We chill, we play pound up, right. go chicken and chip shop, play football together, and that's just it. But then obviously that can that can that can lead into some silly stuff. Mm. But it's just it's it's just it's just it's just how how we're built, innit? Like I remember when I was young, I was at fourteen and I went Charlton, mm. and um, I was gonna sign there. And um, the guy that took me there pulled me and he was like, oh, um, Maza, I want you to talk different. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Bro, no, no word of a lie. No word of a lie. My mum's my, my witness, yeah? And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, the way you talk is like too slang. I'm like, Bro, this is, I'm like, this is how I talk. How, how do you want me to talk? <laughs> and... My mum, and he spoke to my mum, but my mum, that was the last day I ever went Charlton. That's it? Straight? Straight away. Straight? There's no way. How could they, and this is what I'm saying, like, 
and I've had this conversation as, as, um, as well with other people that yes, South London is a hot, and what I find is that a lot of people are now flocking to their ends to get these pe- to get these players, but yeah. they're not trying to understand these players. No, do you get what I'm saying? Like they're literally just seen as as objects and and well, obviously and, that's 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 what football is, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's, but it's I, just use you. I, until until you're not, they feel like you're not good enough. Then you're done, isn't it? That's just, but it's just part of the business, isn't it? Mm. And it's it's just so crazy how like if more and more people, like coaches and everything, would actually try to understand some of these players and try to bed them in properly, you would see the you you'd get the best out of the, out of these players. But I feel like yeah, a lot of coaches I've, I've, they ain't got the time for that. I think at first you got to understand the culture, though. You can't just try and say I, I like this player, so I'm going to understand him. Mm. It's never going to work. Mm. Like, we're way too different. Yeah. And they've got to accept that we're just different. And just take us as how we are. Like, don't get me wrong, there's certain things that they're going to have to, life skills and whatever, which we probably wouldn't learn in South London. Mm-hmm. And which you do learn in football. But, yeah, you just got to try and take us for who we are and just, mm. obviously, if we're good enough, then work with us. I always find that the managers who have come from a background where they've been in and amongst the culture, whether you're white or black or whatnot. Those are the ones who, who always get the best out of, out of players. So one of my old managers, yes. I, was, I was with him up until last year, Tom, Tom the Harringay manager, Tom Lozier. Yeah. Yeah. You know Tom? I've heard about him, yeah. Yeah, Tom. So Tom does a great job with Harringay and he's, where is Tom from? Is he Greek or Cypriot? He might even be Turkish, I don't even know. But, yeah. He, he gets a lot of, you know, young black boys from the area of Tottenham and he gets the best out of them. And mm. he doesn't try to just use them as, you know, objects and, you know, you do this, you do that. He actually understands the culture, like you said. He understands, yeah. that, you know, certain people are coming from backgrounds where they might not be able to afford to, to make it to an away game. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how... Like how, how people deal with them and is very differently. And yeah. and because he buys into that, he gets the best out of their players, which is why Haringey do so well. And not only that, but a lot of their players push on to do to do yeah. but when you were when you were coming up though, you obviously had Paul Lintz when you got when you signed. Yeah. How big of how big of a thing was that for you and your, you know, what at the beginning of your career to have um, proper. No, he was he was proper. Like he took me in, he worked on me. Like before before I met Paul Lynch, I couldn't kick with my left foot, really. Really? Yeah. And he he he. Like I remember after the first month after I signed, he was just like to me, "Listen, you're a left winger. You need to play on the left because of the way you dribble. You drag the ball rather than push it. So if you push it, you're a right winger. Mm. If you like to drag it, you need to play on the left. So you need to learn to kick." to kick um, with your left foot. So I used to just work on my left foot after every training session. And then I remember when I went on loan, he just made sure that he would, he would call up um, Steve Evans, ask about me, and just obviously just told him, like, listen, he, he wants me to play on the left because he, he reckons I'll have, a good, I'll, I'll have a decent career on the left. So he taught me how to kick on my left foot. And he just, he just, he just proper looked after me, like, to the point where like, he'd call my mum and everything. So no, it was proper. Do you feel like he did that? I'm not saying he wouldn't do that for any other person. Because you are obviously, you know, black and you you feel like that was a big part of that. Like he understood that you might need that extra bit of, you know. Um, Not really, you know. You just think that's... Not really. As a manager, as a manager, he treated everyone. Treated everyone. I'd say, I'd say probably a little bit harder on the black boys. Mm. Mm. Like he was, he was, he was tough. Like I remember, I remember when I went to Swindon and Dennis Wise was the manager. Dennis Wise was the manager, and Poyet, um, David Lee, my ma- uh, my youth team manager, loved that guy to bits. Like he treated me like I'm like I was one of his sons. Like, I sp- still speak to him now. Like we message each other on Twitter or whatever, mm. and like they could see that I had ability and they were tough on me, like proper. But like I understood that it was that tough love. Yeah. You know what I mean? It weren't just trying to break me. I think there's, there's some managers where you can see that 
you know, that they're just naturally tough. And if they're tough on you, it means that they actually see something in you. Yeah. I've played, I've played under managers who, they're not tough on you, but you might as well just, just, just sign your release papers now. Do you get yeah, yeah. They, they no, that's what I, I always say to, like some of the young boys call me and they'll be frustrated about, they'll be frustrated about like certain things and why uh, this manager keeps screaming at me. And I was like, bro, be worried if he don't scream at you. Yeah. Be worried if he don't say a word. Yeah. Like those are the worst because you actually feel their energy around you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who's, who's been like, that? I've had, I've had certain managers that I've played really well for once hardly ever spoke to me. Mm. But then if you, if you name like your top managers, would they be in those? What, the ones that treated me the ones a certain that, way? The ones that hardly spoke to you? Nah, not at all. But you played really well for them, look at that. Yeah. No, because I had this attitude that I'm just going to show you. Mm. Who's, and who, like, it, it, like some, some like especially one of them, like I got to the point where if it weren't for the chairman, I don't think I'd play. What club was that? At Middlesbrough. Oh, okay. I told Karanka. I told Karanka. I got to the point where I was just like, nah, I ain't playing. Really? Was it that like, bad? He, he, like, no, nah, like, it was, it was that bad, yeah? Like, he just treated... He just treated me in a certain way. And at the time, I was his best player. I was on fire, scoring goals, like, playing every game. And he still didn't treat, treat me like everybody else. Yeah. And, like, one day, I just lost my head. Like, I, I just bottled it up and I just lost it. And I just said to him, I ain't playing for you ever again. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So then, how, how does... so then, so then, so then, and then after that, and then after that, I was, um, I remember I came out the team for two weeks because he was like, oh, I had to apologise to him. And I said, bro, I'll sit out the rest of the season, no problem. Was it that bad? And then I'm, yeah, no, it was that bad. That bad, it got to me, it like, it out of me. At first I was just playing, just get along with it. I was, you know what I mean? I was playing well, enjoying my football. But like, it got to the point where I was just like, nah, I can't play for someone like this. Because like, I'm not actually coming into training and feeling good about myself and you know what I mean? And I'm playing so well. So like, why wouldn't you more like a chore. treat me in a certain way? More like a chore. Huh? When you come Yeah, into- it was more of a chore. Mm. More of a chore. And I just said that to the, remember, I just said that to the chairman and the um, sport, sporting director. I just said to them, like, listen, I can't do it. And then I remember they were just like, um, they had a meeting with me and the manager and they were just like, listen, you lot got to try and just get along for the next two months and then obviously we'll sell you. And then I ended up doing my cruise ship like two weeks later. What's that like? When, when you do like, when you have such a big injury, yeah? Mentally, yeah. Yeah. Mentally, like how, how bad or how yeah. did it get for you? You know what? It was bad, but it weren't the worst. Like, it weren't the end of the world. Because they still wanted to give me a new contract. Which right. I'll proper thank them for. Because that took a lot of pressure off me. And, but I still had another year anyway. Okay, okay, okay. Still had another year, so I still had time to come back. But um, I remember... Because I was playing so well at the time. I remember the first minute I went down, yeah? All I thought in my head is I'm not going to the Prem. Really? Like, I didn't know anything that was wrong with me. But I just remember feeling weak and I was just like, I'm not playing the Prem. Is this the moment you're on the floor or later on? The moment on the floor. Like, the doctor's holding my leg. And it's like the 89th minute of the game and we're at Bournemouth. And I was like, nah. Surely not. But, but like, again, like I don't blame anyone, but I kind of blame the manager. Because for two weeks, he didn't allow me to train. I come back and I play three games in one week. I play Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Mm. When I sh- really shouldn't have played. But then, it's kind of my fault, because in the game, we're playing Bournemouth and it's nil-nil. And the game's tough, and I, I should have come off because I was tired. Mm. So, it's just one of them, and you just got to charge it to the game, man. That's, it's so difficult to charge that game, though, man, because especially, like, there's times where you're not playing and then I know for a fact, you know, okay, so 
it's, it's well documented that I had a really bad leg break in it. Mm. So, but then I tried to break down moments where I could have done this different. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, and, always, and, always. And, and obviously, like, at the end of the day, I broke my leg in it. Like, there's no way I could have seen that coming. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's obviously, but it's, you must just sit there just thinking, why didn't I come off? And it's, it must be so difficult. Well, the whole time. Like, yeah. for a year, for a year, I was like, why didn't I come off? And then, do you know what that did to me? When I come back from my injury, every time I was tired, I come off. Ah. Oh. Straight. And it messed me up mentally because the whole game I'm clock watching. Can't wait for the 60, 65 minutes to come so I can come off. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. That proper. And it's mad though because that's real, that's real trauma, <laughs> what you went through, yeah? Oh, yeah. Proper. That's, that's real trauma. But then it goes back to what we were saying, and I'm not making about fans and that, but fans will never know what's going on. Oh, no, they never. Do you know what I mean? They never. You, you get some who understand that. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah. Coming back and blah blah, but most people just look at it for what is in that game. What has he done? No, for them, for them, for them, you're getting paid money, innit? Just get on, get on with it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But like, yeah, no, it was mad. Cause I remember one time, yeah. So when I when I came back, I was scared to dribble mm. because when I did it, I got a nudge from behind, and then I've stepped on the ball, and then my knee's gone. Yeah, and then I flipped up in the air, but. So when I try to dribble past a fullback and he's there, I'm scared because I'm scared if he nudges me and it's on my left leg, That's I'm it. just going to, you know what I mean? Mm. And then I remember when I, I went on loan to Brighton and we played, we played Bournemouth again. Mm. And I've like gone through the whole team. I've got the ball in the middle of the park, gone through the whole team, gone to shoot on my left foot. Remember this, my left foot and chopped. Uh, like, oh, I could have literally just rolled it in the corner. Yeah. But because in my head, I can't kick with my left foot. I think it, and I remember the minute I was walking off the pitch, um, Chris Hewton just went to me, you didn't want to shoot in it with your left foot. And I said, no, nah, couldn't do it. I just had a mind, like mental block. It just weren't happening. Crazy. But like, no, it, take, it takes time. Like a lot of the people, a lot of people that used to like, um, that have had cruise shirts, like, and I've, that I've spoken to, like me and Yannick, but actually we, like, we chop it up all the time about how we feel and how our bodies feel. And it's, 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 it's different, it's different. It takes it take, it take some time. It takes some adjusting, therefore. Yeah. <clears throat> and after such a... How were you when you come back from your leg break? To be honest, and it's only recently I've, I've really, like... Because I've played, I've played yeah. football and everything, but I lost my natural fitness straight away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You lose that. Yeah. My yeah, natural yeah. fitness, so it, it was just gone. And yeah. I always say I haven't been the same player since. And oh, yeah. It's only recently that I've, I've able to, I've actually been able to actually accept that. And mm. like, I was a left midfielder, imagine that. Mm. Left midfielder, yeah. at pace, at everything. And then I come back, I played left back a couple of times, but I come back and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm just more left back, centre back. Yeah, you got, you got to adjust. Yeah, no, no, you do. You got to adjust the game. And it's, it's things like, what, what, what you say where I can't, there's certain times because I know how I broke my leg. If I'm if I'm facing that scenario again, nah, I don't need to. There's times yeah. I can easily win a tackle as well. And yeah, yeah. Now your brain, your brain, your brain. I don't fancy. That's it. Yeah. No, no, it's wrong. And 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 it's mad. And and the reason why I'm not even the, the same player is because I realized I relied so heavily on my fitness. Yeah. And fitness is, is, is a massive part of anyone's game. Of anyone's. 100%. Yeah, do you if, you're not, if you're not fit, most of the things you could do on a ball, you can't, you can't do anyway. So. This is it. So then, <clears throat> so then I'm going to clubs now and I'm playing with managers who know me. Do you mm. know? They know their history, they know their, but that counts for nothing. And, then, oh, yeah. and all of a sudden you get like these young boys who might not really know you just... Yeah, just not really respecting the thing, and <laughs> <laughs> it does my head in. Really. So now, so now this year, I've I've said to myself, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna get super super fit because mm. that's the only thing holding me back. But yeah, now the, the leg break was bad, man. Like they said, I wouldn't I wouldn't walk again. They said mm. I definitely wasn't weren't gonna play football again. And you can't you can't tell me that, that I'm not gonna play football. Yeah, because straight away I was just like, alright, cool, watch. 
Yeah. Uh, cool. To be fair, my my one, he said to me, like, listen, if this was, this was a few years ago, you'd never play again, 100%. Mm. And I went to, the, like, the knee surgeon that does everyone's knees in England. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Because I popped, I, popped, I popped everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy that I broke my leg as opposed to a cruciate ligament. And it sounds mad. Well, I always, I always say it to people. You're better off having a leg break than an ACL. Yeah. Listen. 100%. No, no, no. 100%. I don't want to miss with my, with my knees and that. But, but. No, 100%. I always say it to people. You're better off having a clean leg break, snapped in the middle, that's, that's than cool. having an ACL. Mm. ACL's the worst. ACL and Achilles, myth. You know what? And obviously, and obviously when you rupture your, your patella and all of that in your knee and that. Yeah. But they're the worst. It just sucks all the life out of you. Like your your confidence goes, everything. Mm. That's like but your leg break, you know, you know it's a tackle. Like if I got a tackle and broke my leg, I'll be like, I just charge it to the game. That's it's part of the game. Mm. But with the ACL, I land on the ball and then my knee goes. Yeah. I'm just like, bro, how? Like, what are the chances? Imagine that. Do do you like worry? Does it make you not worry, but <clears throat> think more about? your career and stability in regards to life after football when you have such a big injury? 100%. Changed my mind frame about football, like, totally. Mm. And I found that I lost love for the game a little bit. Really? Yeah. It, 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 it become a lot like a job. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I still enjoy it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I can't wait to get up and go and train or whatever. But it weren't how it was before. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. But do you, feel, do you feel like that's for the better, though, in regards to life? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Because if I weren't, I don't think I'd be doing a lot of the things that I'm doing outside football. Mm. Know what I mean? So it's, it's, changed, it's changed it like crazy. And the thing is, no, nobody talks about it. Helped, it's helped me grow up as well, I think. You know what? On my little list of things to bring up, <clears throat> I was going to say, like, how it's changed your whole approach to life and growth. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I was going to say that to you. Like, mm. How has it made you, like, grow? One, it's made me feel like there's more to life than football. Mm -hmm. And... It's obviously, it's because once you have a serious injury, you're like, shit, like, how long can I, do you reckon I can play for now? Mm. So really, I've got to try and get my shit in order, really. You mm. know what I mean? So, and I feel like some of the things that I'd spend money on and do like nonsense before, like I wouldn't do that now, not at all. Obviously now it's different, like I've got a baby, you know what I mean, I've got a missus. So I'm in a total different headspace than I was before. But um, no, I feel like I feel like it's just changed my whole my whole perception on life, really, and like how to, especially like it's, it. I started learning that um, money, how to actually deal with money, because that's one thing we don't ever get taught, yeah. especially in in South London. South London is just the mm. first piece of money you get get a Rolex and that's it. Buy some Dior now, mm. but <laughs> like I've got to that point where no, I don't I, I don't need all of that. Yeah, man, and oh, it's, man. it's so. Like, and and the craziest, the craziest part, the craziest thing about it is, I'm more wealthy than I was when I was spending money on nonsense before. Mm. Like without a comparison, so it's mad. Yeah, no, <coughs> I, I, I stuff like that, man. And it was it was similar with me. Like when I when I broke my leg, at the time I broke it, I was literally gearing up to to come play in, or to go and play in Cyprus. Yeah, yeah, straight away, I knew that weren't happening. Yeah, that weren't happening. And and then when I was sitting at home, and that's that's when I started the podcast. When I come back, just mm. yeah, when I come back from uh, well, when I was coming back from the leg break, because then it makes you just think that you need something to football going to last forever. Do you know what I mean? And, and you know your, you know, literally everything was about football before that. Everything. Yeah, that's it. Everything. And now and now it's just like you know what. Even the podcast, I didn't expect the podcast to become how it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but I knew that I needed to do something. Do you get what I'm mm. saying? And, 
and it's crazy how an injury and the thing is you you always get people telling you no listen you might get injured and blah 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 but you never think it's gonna happen to you no you never you never listen man you never Mm. listen i remember my teachers used to say it to me all the time i remember when you you know we used to get day release and that to go play academy games and uh, you break your leg and I just be like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be professional. Wait and see. Yeah. And I always say, like, my teachers laugh. Like, I remember they were, I was meant to go to one reunion, but I couldn't at the time. And they were like, oh, you always said you was going to play football. Mm. But like, yeah, they say you're going to get injured, but bro, you just got to, it's part of the game, isn't it? Yeah. How much? It's part of the game. Some, some guys are lucky, some guys they ain't. No, trust me. How much of your <clears throat> injury accounted for you ended up going and playing abroad? Like, mm. why, why, didn't you, why didn't you opt to stay in, um, in England? Because I knew football was very short. Because at first, I wouldn't go and play international football. Yeah. I got injured and I wanted to go and play international football because I was like, bro, I've got to do everything that I want to do in football because it's not going to last forever. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know it's not going to last forever, but it actually dawns on you like it hits you, slaps you on the face. Yeah. And then, obviously, I stayed in England like for a while after that, like at least another what four years, mm-hmm. three four years. Yeah, so no, yeah, at least four years, at least four years. Yeah. When did you break your leg? Twenty fourteen. Oh, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So four years. Yeah, yeah. Four years. But like, I always knew that I was gonna. I wanted to play abroad. I always said to myself, like, I don't gonna finish my career and say I played in England. Yeah. That's also um, you going abroad and how, until recently, players based in England, they didn't go abroad. That was always. Yeah. And, well, I knew of players, like you always hear about players lower league that going to play abroad and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a thing. Do you know what I'm saying? What made, obviously you wanted to go. Yeah. But it was actually a real thing to you in the beginning or was it like, where you didn't really entertain the thought of going abroad? Um, not really, you know. Like, I always had that thing of like, bro, if it's the right offer and it's the right place, I'd go. Mm. Well, you're getting offers yeah. all the time from abroad. Loads. Like, mm. I was going to go, I was going to, there was a few times I could have come Turkey when I was at Nottingham Forest. Mm. And... Um, Nottingham Forest kept blocking it. And I ended up falling out with Mark Warburton over that. <laughs> wouldn't let me go. Wouldn't let me go. Um, wanted, like, silly money for me. Mm. But then the season starts and he don't play me. And he goes, your head's not in the right place. <laughs> I'm, like, what's, I'm like, what's wrong with this? But how you tell me not to go and then tell me my head's not in the right place so I'm not playing, you know? Mm. And that was at the end of my first season because my first... First season, I was in and out. And then at the end, when we were nearly going down, I played every game. And I was on fire. Played my best football at Nottingham Forest that time. And then I had the offers. And I literally went down and sat to him and said, listen, this is my offers. Boom, 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 boom. And I, and I feel like I'm going to go. Like, you've just signed um, a player that I think you're going to want to play. Um, so, like, just let me go, innit? Like, they're offering me life-changing money. Oh, didn't let me go. And I remember, I remember one of my closest friends, one of my closest friends the other day, and like after that, I didn't really speak to him again. I was like, bro, because yeah, I was just like, like you, you, you just messed up, like a chance for me to like have a really big contract or whatever, and then you turn around to me and don't play me and tell me I'm not in the right frame of mind. I'm like, you joking me, bro? What you think I'm gonna go on a football pitch? in the county ground in front of them, not in, not in them Forest fans, and just bobble around. They'll kill me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just I like, bro, you're, you're certain, checking. Certain managers can just, whether it's willingly, I mean, knowingly or unknowingly, just <clears throat> have such a big say on your, on your career. You oh, know? it's mad. It's mad. And, and like then, the other day, my friend went to a coaching course and like they were talking and he was like, oh yeah, say hello to Mozzie for me. And my boy called me and told me the look I gave him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, it's part of the game, man. It's part of the game. It's, it's so funny because if you're enjoying your football, you have no, you have no reason to leave and 
that's what you want to do. But he turns around to you and says, I don't want you here. You got, you know what I mean? Like, you, you go. Right. But then if you want to, you know, it is what, anyway, it is what it is. But then again, some... No, that's, that's just, that's how it is all the time. Yeah. But, but some when, 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 when they want to get rid, when they want to get rid, you know what I mean? The fans are buzzing. But then the minute you say you want to go, mm. it's like, bro, like, well, we pay you. So you, no, bro, it's my life. So when it's time for them to be done with me, like I should, I should have some say in my career. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you eventually go to um, Limassol. That's Cyprus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you eventually go to Cyprus, and then you finally end up in in Turkey. Mm. What's what's it like in Turkey? I remember doing a live with Anton Ferdinand. I think I think he was in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was talking about like if you want to talk about fans and atmosphere turkey is a mad is a mad one no it's, it's a different level like the passion they have for football yeah the passion's that mad you gotta laugh yeah. <laughs> like it's not like it's it's mad to actually be that passionate yeah like this is what they live for like everything's about football the whole of turkey as well mm. like it's it's just mad yeah it's mad. Like, it's just, it's crazy. But then I feel like it's a bit too emotional. Like, there's no steady. Like, you win, it's like, oh, you're the best. Yeah. Things in sliced bread, and then you lose. It's like, it's like a morgue. Yeah. I mean, I mean so. You were saying that's why you like to just, you just stay there. You don't go too high. Yeah. Like too, 100%. You just stay there. You have to, man. You, no. And why you have to is because you're mental. Mm. Because. If you want to carry the highs too high and then the lows too low, then you're you're finished. Like you're just going to be in holes. Like you're going to find yourself in holes mm. for like two, three weeks or a month in the season, and you got you got no time for that. You just got to go and crack on and just just realize that, bro. Like all you can do is give your all, innit? What's your like? What would it take for you? I'm not saying you want to leave because obviously <clears throat> I said that, but what would it take for you to come back to England? Play for a manager that I'd really want to play for. Oh, literally, that's it. That's it. And you're at that point now where... If one of the managers, if one of the managers that I'd love to play for wanted me now, I'd leave right now. Who is it? Yeah, 100%. Oh, 100%. Because, because for me now, yeah, it's more about enjoying the game. Mm-hmm. Enjoying it as much as I can. And Turkey here is a lot. Don't get me wrong, the football's really good, but it's, it's, it's more business-minded. Yeah. yeah. Everything's business and who do you know and has this person paid this guy and this is, it's, that's how it is, it's just politics. And it's, it's so funny, because over the realities of, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying, like, in, well, being a professional footballer in certain places, like, people might look at you and see you, yeah, blue tick, verified, he's living life, he's I'm not saying you're not enjoying life, but mm. you have to deal with certain things, like, People just think it's a given the way football is done here or the way business is done here in England that everywhere you go, that's how it's done. Yeah, but, but then that's, what, that's, why, that's why you always, like when I see certain fans commenting certain things and I'm like, you just don't know. You don't know. Like you have to actually live it to understand mm. what people go through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, don't, you don't know what you've had to go through for five days before you step on that pitch on the Saturday. Obviously, that's not an excuse because we're paid really good money to go and play. Mm. But, like, at the end of the day, we're humans as well. So, we're, we're mentally and, you know what I mean, we're going to be affected. Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, we haven't really... We, in fact, we've spoken... Everything on my list, we've actually spoken about. It and, mm. and I love that because... And this is the way I like to do it. I don't want to... I, don't, I hope you don't feel like you, you were interviewed. I like it to no, be... No, 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 like no. I, I felt like we're just having a chat, bro. Yeah, that's it. And it's, and it's recorded. No one said yeah. anything too, too mad. Growing up in South London, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man. That's, that's literally it. Is there anything else you want to talk about? You want to interview me? No, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Uh, no, no, I'm cool, man. I'm okay. cool, bro. But no, no, I'm cool. On a real, appreciate this so much, man. Um, like, no problem, man. I know the people that watch and listen to 
to, to, to the podcast and I know they're going to enjoy this one because it's mm. real authentic chat and to be honest I've seen you do one other podcast but I don't really see you doing much so I appreciate this to be fair that's what the mama when you asked me for the live because I know yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's funny because a lot a lot of people and it's so funny because I do the lives but if I'm being really honest yeah. it's not my team and yeah and the reason why is because even though people see and I make it look easy because I'm that yeah. yeah but like I've never really been the sort to care about media and whatever yeah yeah but I understand that I have to do it in regards to yeah. the lives and stuff like that so with with lives the reason why I don't really like it as much is because <clears throat> there's people there commenting and, yeah yeah and you've got to straight away be like straight away everyone tenses up yeah yeah you get what i'm saying i remember one time i was talking to someone on the live and then i said something to the person the person corrected me which is fine like it wasn't anything mad it was like oh you must have you i think i said a, a manager signed him but it was actually a different manager that signed him i forgot mm-hmm. who it was that i was talking to and then he was like oh no no i think he signed me which is cool i, I don't care get it wrong it's mm-hmm. mate the comments were slewing me Oh, you don't know anything. How can you have it here? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Head, was gone. Head was gone. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't so you lost composure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't concentrate anymore. I started sweating. I was yeah. like, "Listen." But whereas if that was on the podcast, and I was just like, "Let's just say I said Pep signed him," he was like, "Oh no, actually, by the time I got there, he'd already gone, and it was actually Jose Mourinho yeah. or some rubbish." Like, it's nothing. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. But when there's when there's comments there. You Bro, know, we'll you, got, you, you know social, you know social media now. You can't please it for me. Yeah, yeah, but I do, I do enjoy them, and I will. Bring, yeah, I will bring them back at, at some point. But you know, and it, I feel like during lockdown, it, it was the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, it was the perfect time. Was, Everyone had time, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone that, had time. Was, that was so good, man. So mm. I'd had access to people. And the thing is, all those people that I had on bar one were people that I was going to get on the podcast anyway, so I thought, let me just do a lap. Yeah. And um, it, did, it did well. But then everyone started doing it, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone <laughs> literally got told me. Yeah, Honestly. Like, there, was, there was some of them, I was going on there for about five minutes. What, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? You must have got bare people like Hollywood at you to do stuff, though. Yeah, I've had so many people. I just don't, do, I just don't like doing it, though. Mm. I don't, I don't, for me, I just don't think, I don't think it's that deep, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be fair, I wouldn't have done yours. I wouldn't have done yours if Daniel Morrison, like, didn't tell me. They're like, no, 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 that's just cool, man. They're like, that's just cool, do it, man. Da, da, da. And I was like, bro, like, I just, I, I just don't like, and the, the one that I've done it for before, mm. um, Lewis, he was, um, he's good friends with my girl. Mm. So obviously that's why I did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's funny because I told Morris to, to reach out to you because we yeah. like they're mutuals. Because obviously, mm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recommend that. So, mm. like, we got bare mutuals. So I told Morris to do it, and then Morris was just like, "There's people who literally are listening to this." You know, imagine that. So, um, yeah. still recording, by the way. So, um, yeah, Morris was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna shout him," and then literally. The next week, I saw you on. I saw you do the other podcast, yeah. Touchdown, fucking shout out, No, no, bro. But remember, you wanted me to do the live at first, and I was like, no, I'm not mind doing the live. What, I didn't mind what it was. I wanted you for the podcast, yeah. but then no, but I didn't know at first. I, I thought it was a live, mm. and I've never been on live in my life. <laughs> never touched that live button on Instagram. So I was like, there's no way. Yeah, but and, and it's so funny because like anyone who listens to my podcast who's from Ed, they always just like get this on. Get him on. Yeah. I was just like, I'll get him on. But everyone just assumed that I knew you properly. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Our mutuals and whatever. And I was like, no, I don't even. Like, so people like MK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so MK, good friend. So yeah. I know him. And then he was just like, you know him? I was like, I don't yeah. even know him. Do you guys know him? like, blah, blah, blah. But then we got it over the line. We, we got it over the family. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm glad we did. So Yeah, man, it's been a good chat, man. Yeah, trust me, man. This is how I like. I don't really like. I've had. It's funny because I get people asking me to, like, companies asking me to come on and do like. I'm in talks with a couple people, whatever, but they want me to interview, interview people. I always say, no, I can't do that. 
it'd be a rubbish. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be mm. so rubbish. I don't, I don't know how to interview people. And I'd be politically I, correct, isn't it? Yeah, and I know how to yeah. chat, but I can't, I can't do the whole interview thing. So, because mm. I'm, I'm not professional enough. I'm not. I'm too. I am how I am, and that's the good thing about podcasting. But the moment, yeah. the moment this goes to Sky or Talksport or something, all of a sudden, I've got to be a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. But it is what it is. Yeah, yeah guys. You know, you've listened to us chat. Hope you've enjoyed. In fact, I know you've enjoyed. Cause I know the people that listen to this. And um, it's been good. You know, make sure you keep subscribing, liking and all that good stuff and get at us. Um, Muzza's stuff will be in the comments. I mean, the description and all that. But yeah, as always, I'll see you lot next week. So this comes out to... I'll put this out tomorrow, actually. Shall I put it out tomorrow? Yeah, yeah I'll put it out tomorrow. But yeah, guys, we're out. Let's end this now. Oh, no, let me stop recording. <laughs>